the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Witnessing for Christ is an awesome task that belongs to every believer. The question is, are we doing it? Listen to today as Pastor Rander continues to encourage us to be effective witnesses by explaining the role a man of unusual dress and diet played in acting as a precursor to Jesus in this message. John the Baptist bears witness of the light. He'll be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. They will let you down because they are people. They will let you down by, uh, by falling into sin or making bad decisions, resulting in your doubting because you put your faith in them than God. And now you begin to doubt because they did something that hurt you. Uh, they deceived you. It resulted in when you follow people, it results in your doubting God, your, uh, doubting your faith in Christ. And sometimes when people follow people and they get misled, they even leave the church. Your confidence in people will cause you to doubt the God who saved you in the first place. E, believers doubt when they believe the lies of Satan. You start believing his lies, you will doubt. Genesis 3, 4 says, uh, then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. This is the first lie and Satan has been lying ever since because he is the father of of lies. He's a no good lying devil. Okay. He's not your friend. He's your enemy. Don't play with the devil. He's not your friend. He comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. destroy. Destroy your marriage, destroy your husband, your wife, your children, your grandchildren. He wants to wipe you out emotionally. He wants you to have suicidal tendencies. He wants you depressed. He wants you out of it. Don't play with the devil. Walk with God. Listen to God. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. That devil is a no good, dirty, nasty, low down, evil, wicked devil. And don't you forget it. And don't you spend your time talking to that devil. Spend more time talking to God. That's how Eve got in trouble. She spent more time listening and talking to that devil. She should have been with her husband and listening to God. She left the covering. John 8, 44 says, you are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father, you do, you, you want to do. He, Satan, was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no, say no. no. There is absolutely no truth in the devil. He's the embodiment of lies. He's the biggest liar in the world, in, uh, in the universe, in the cosmos. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources. He lie, 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 lie. When somebody can look at you and lie pretty, they're of the devil. I don't care how cute they are. That boy talking about, I love you. No, he just wants something. He don't love you. He lying. You better know the truth. The, the Bible says, for he, that 
devil is a liar and the father of it. Both Adam and Eve died spiritually and centuries later they died physically. Humanity has been dying ever since because of the fall of our first parents, Adam and Eve. Let me tell you something else about doubt. Doubt is spiritually detrimental to our relationship with Christ. Doubt is spiritually detrimental to our relationship with Christ if we allow Satan to cause us to doubt God's word and will for our lives. In Genesis chapter 3 verse 1 it says, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said? See that? He's placing words of doubts in her spirit. You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Beloved, if Satan deceives you into doubting God's word, what else in this world do you have to put your trust in? The word of God is reliable. The word of God, this book is trustworthy. This book is sufficient for our every need. It is our only hope and sure foundation upon which we can firmly stand. There's nothing like the the word of God. If you stand and put your hope in anything else, you are destined for failure. G, believers doubt because of a lack of spending time reading, memorizing, and meditating on the word of God. Believers doubt because of a lack of spending time reading, memorizing, and meditating on, on the word of God. Joshua 1, 8 says, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein, day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. The word of God is the best cure for any believer who struggles with doubt. Did you get that? The word of God is the best cure for any believer who struggles with doubt. Uh, The word of God does what medicine cannot do. It does what herbs cannot do. It does what drugs cannot do. Alcohol cannot do. Psychotherapy cannot do. Philosophy cannot do. Politics cannot do. And money cannot do. There's nothing like the word of God. And if Satan can get you to doubt the authoritative word of God, your ship is sinking. H. Christians doubt because they take their eyes off Jesus and focus on their circumstances. They take their eyes off Jesus and focus on their circumstances. Matthew 14, 25 to 31 says, Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost! And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Uh, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. And when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to seek, he cried out saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand. And I love this, caught him. You know why he caught him? He was going down fast. And Jesus said to him, oh, ye of little faith, why did you doubt? There it is right there. Peter doubting. Peter did not begin to seek until he took his eyes off of Jesus and focused on the stormy weather in the midst of the sea. Let me tell you something. Looking at your circumstances only ushers in despair. When you look at your circumstances, it results in misery and hopelessness depression and bitterness. 
When you look at your circumstances, you end up being fretful. You'll be full of anger. You will doubt. But when you keep your eyes fixed on Jesus as we go through the trials and calamities of life, he will fill you with hope. When you keep your eyes uh, focused on Jesus, he will fill you with peace and inner tranquility. He will encourage you and he will give you much courage and confidence to go on in life against all odds. Uh, Number six, let's go back uh, to to John, another characteristic of John. John did not undermine or usurp the ministry of Christ like so many today. Now, these are the new insights. All the rest was just review. And I said a lot of things in it that I didn't say previously, but all of these are, are fresh new insights here from this point on. John did not undermine or usurp the ministry of Christ like so many today. John 1.20 says, he confessed and did not deny, but confessed. Look what John says. I am not the Christ. He just made that clear. If you think I'm Christ, I'm not. You know, he didn't, he won't receive anybody. I'm not Christ. And I'm telling you today, Randall Draper is not Christ. I am not God. I'm here to point you to God. Don't you, don't you put me up on no pedestal. I'm a servant who loved Jesus. John did not seek to build his own following or make a name for himself. And that's when Christians get in trouble. They try to make a name for themselves. They want to gain a following. Their little cliques, their little power, uh, little circle of friends, and they shut the door, us four, and no more. But our goal is to point people to Christ and make much of him and not about us. As a matter of fact, it's not about you. Number seven, John did not seek credit for himself or try to steal God's glory. Yeah, that's real big, especially in the church. He did not seek credit for himself or try to steal God's glory. There are people who love to hear their names called. You, you omit their name, they, they'll, they'll stay home for six weeks. They're going to strike. Sometimes God will cause folks to forget your name just to show you the reality of who you really are. Uh, Sometimes he wants your name forgotten because it's not about your name. It's about his name. His name, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. John 1, 29 says the next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, behold, the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Beloved, it's a dangerous thing to take that which belongs to God for yourself. Did you hear what I said? It's a danger. Say dangerous. It's a dangerous thing to take that which belongs to God for yourself. When you steal God's glory, you will lose your rewards in heaven and put yourself in position for divine chastening by God himself. You say, is there a passage on stealing God's glory? I'm so glad you asked. In Acts chapter 12, verse 21 through 23, this passage gives me chills every time I read it. Acts 12, 21 through 23 says, So on a set day, arrayed in royal apparel, set on his throne. Let me repeat it again. On a set day, Herod, arrayed in royal apparel, set on his throne and gave an oration to people. In other words, he was a smooth talking politician. Oh, he can talk. You know, some of these politicians can talk and not live up to the talk. You know how it is. Ain't some of them, most of them. Okay. And the people kept shouting. You know what kept me? Kept shouting. 
They would. That means they were doing it on and on. They couldn't stop. They couldn't stop. What were they shouting? The voice of a God and not a man. The voice of a God and not a man. The voice of a God. And he was like, oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, oh, Kiba. The voice of a, ooh, so good. Not a man. Ooh. Say some more. The voice of a God and not a man. Oh, but look at verse 23. Then immediately, God didn't delay this punishment. An angel, God said, look, I'm tired of that fool. He don't know who I am. He's still in my glory. He's still in all my glory. Then uh, he said, go, yeah, which one I want? You know, God had legions of angels, just thousands. Let's see, which one? Uh, you, you. All, all I need is one, because two, two will wipe out everybody down there. Just you, just you go, and just, I'm a single. Now, don't, don't bother anybody else. Just get that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm using my sanctified imagination here a bit. <clears throat> and I'm... And immediately an angel of the Lord struck him, underline this, because he did not give glory to God. And he was eaten by worms and died. Let me tell you something. God know how to whip you. Sometimes God will wait a while and get you slowly. And then sometimes God gets you right now. You've had your mama to, to delay your whipping. <laughs> you know, they just piling them up. They might, you think you've gotten away? And all of a sudden at night when you try to go to bed, they cut that light on and just wear you out. And they give you whoopings for everything you've done for the last six months. That's right. They grab anything and whip you. You know, today it'd be the child protective co- uh, uh, service would be all over you. They grab the stinching card, shoe, hand, uh, what, 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 uh, cards, switches, they, they'll get a tree if they could. They, they just tell, tore your rear up and they didn't care nothing about folk uh, uh, talking. As a matter of fact, uh, other folk down the street could whip your child. Anybody, those days are gone now. You look at a child too long, you get sued. You get sued. <laughs> oh, but, but, but see here, uh, but, 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 but he, it, he was eaten by worms. Now, you know, that's a horrible death to be eaten inside by word and what die I got a question I want to ask if God were to strike all in this congregation who deliberately steal his glory for themselves I wonder how many of us would still be sitting here this morning this is my choir my ensemble my media my church my nursery this is my culinary ministry. It's my administrative staff. It's my ushers. I'm coordinator. I'm over this. This is my. Listen, your name is on, not on nothing. This is God's church, God's ministry, and, and he is to receive all glory. And you say, well, how do you know that? Because of Isaiah 42, 8a. That's a powerful scripture. Isaiah 42, 8a says, I am the Lord. That is my name. And my glory I will not give to another. I will not share my glory. And when you steal his glory, you you, you in for big time trouble. 
whatever you over, you better say it's the Lord's. That's right. It's the Lord. This is the Lord's house. These are the Lord's clothes. This is the Lord's car. Huh? It's the Lord's education. This is the Lord's job. This is the Lord's day. I'm going to bring honor and glory and praise and delight to his name. Everything is about God. God. Uh, uh, I see you tomorrow. Lord willing. Some of y'all say, well, I'll see you next week. How do you know you're going to see him next week? You better say if it's the Lord's will. Some of y'all got too, so much pride. You still God's glory as if you know you're going to be in the next week. Number eight, John did not attempt to compete with the ministry of Jesus. That's another characteristic of John. He did not attempt to what? Compete with the ministry of Jesus. Where do you see that? John 1.37 says, the two disciples heard him speak and they followed Jesus. They left John and followed Jesus. This verse is saying that John's disciples left John to follow Jesus. His disciples were, John's disciples were diminishing and Jesus' disciples were increasing. In other words, John was not disturbed in the least little bit by his two disciples leaving him to follow Christ. Beloved, a spirit of competition has caused you, uh, will cause you to lose focus. A spirit of competition will cause you to lose focus, become agenda driven, and not be effective in ministry. Satan does his best work when there is a spirit of competition among the saints. John was losing his disciples to Jesus, and yet he was not threatened. He was not intimidated or even held a grudge because he knew God's plan and assignment for his ministry. He stayed in his lane. There is a tendency to operate in the flesh whenever there is competition, which results in losing sight of God's purpose for our lives and ministry. Focusing on the size of building, focusing on the budget, uh, focusing on the size of congregation, the number of books you've written, the radio ministry and television ministry can cause others to feel inferior who are not at that level of ministry. God does not work the same way in every ministry or in your personal life. God has created and gifted you to be uniquely you. Did you get that? God has created you not to be like anybody else, but to be uniquely you to the glory of God. Competition has no place in ministry because it results in strife, trying to do, outdo somebody else, outcompete somebody else. It, it, it results in strife, discord, competition brings on division, resentment, bitterness, pulling members from other churches, pulling members from other ministries. Uh, pulling members from other Sunday school classes, other Bible classes, which grieves the heart of God because we, are all, we all make up the body of Christ. I say we all make up the body of Christ. God never called us to tear down a ministry of another to build up our own little kingdom. Therefore, when you are in God's will for your life, be content and flourish to your God-given potential where the Lord has assigned you. Number nine, John stayed the course and completely fulfilled the mission for which he was sent until the day of his death. John stayed the course and completely fulfilled the mission for which he was sent until the day of his death. Matthew 14, chapter 14, verses uh, 8 through 12 says, so we have been prompted. Look at that. So she, having been prompted by her mother, said, 
give me John the Baptist's head on a platter. And the king was sorry. Nevertheless, because of the oaths and because of those who sat with him, he commanded it to be given her. So he sent and had John beheaded in prison. And his head was brought on a platter and given to the girl and she brought it to her mother. Then the disciples came and took away the body and buried it and went and told Jesus. Y'all, I'm getting Texas, again, Texas on you now. Y'all, it's a bad thing when a wife stands with her husband in evil. That was her husband was evil and she went evil with him. It's a bad thing when a wife stands with her husband in evil. Uh, Herodias was so, was so hell bent and she was hell bent because John called, John, John called Herod out. Herodias was so hell bent on evil until she would rather serve John the Baptist's head on a platter rather than repent and conform to truth. She even modeled evil before her own daughter. That was one wicked woman. John served the Lord faithfully until he was put to death. In this season of your life, can you say you are serving as faithfully as when you first got saved? Can you say that? Some of y'all been saved a long time, but can you say you are as faithful serving God now as when you first got saved? Or is there a spiritual decline in your life and service to the Lord? Like John, we should be faithful to that which God has called us to do until our Lord calls us home to heaven. Revelation 2.10b says, be thou faithful unto death and I will give you a crown of life. Finally, but not the least, because of John's faithfulness to his divine assignment, he received the Lord's commendation. Because of John's faithfulness to his divine assignment, he received the Lord's commendation. Uh, Matthew 11, 9 through 11a says, but what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, and more than a prophet, for this is he of whom it is written, behold, I send my messenger before your face who will prepare your way before you. Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist. What a commendation. In closing, there are many today who seek to be commended by people for breaking records, attaining personal goals and achievement, winning medals and awards. Beloved, the greatest commendation that anyone could ever hear is to hear our Lord say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. What sweetness to the ear. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. All I want to hear is God, my Lord, tell me when I stand before him, render well done, thou good and faithful servant. And all God's children said, let's pray. And Father, we thank you for this message. We thank you for speaking to our heart. This message was loaded with so much truth, so much word.
And Father, the truth be told, we heard what we needed to hear to make spiritual adjustments to get to the next level in you. Father, help us not to be negligent and satisfied living in a, at a level of mediocrity. Help us not to just be church hoppers. Help us to not drag in our faith. Father, put the spirit of joy in your people, contentment in Christ, a passion for Christ, a love for Christ that won't diminish. Father, I pray that the older we get, the more on fire we get, the more focused we are, the more serious we are. Father, there's so many need to wake up and see that our lives are almost over on this side. If the truth be told, we got more days behind us than ahead of us. And we need to hurry up and get right with God. God, in the name of Jesus, stir the people up. Wake them up. Revive them. Save them. Transform them. Renew them. Refresh them. Do a new thing. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And all God's children said, Amen. As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy. Yet, even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials. Best yet, we look forward to hearing our Savior say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, and eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Join the Maranatha Bible Church family on Resurrection Sunday, April 9th, for our 8 a.m. worship celebration, children's program at 9.30 a.m. and 10.45 a.m. worship celebration as we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior. What a blessing it is to know that Christ Jesus lives today and every day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.